Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to DL21 with Mr. Watson. It's on, it's strange. I really feel it. Oh 
Frankie Joblin, thanks very much for joining me on DL21 with me, Mr. Watson. How are you today? I'm good, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. So I'm really, really pleased to say that you're playing at the DL21 event in uh, Darlington on the 27th of August. Um, so tell me, um, you've got a new single out recent. So how did that all come about? Um, so we've got a few singles. Me and the band have got a few singles coming out. Um this year so the one we just released in March um it's called where'd you go and you go quiet um we recorded that at blast studio um it's been in my set for like probably a year now um maybe even a year and a half can't can't remember um but we basically tried to record it a few times and we we never got it right and like it never it never really like it never really sounded the way we knew it could sound and be as powerful as as we knew it could sound so this was like the third time we recorded it and you know we, we really spent a lot of time on on the production together and um you know making it making it big and powerful so um yeah we finally got it right and then released it in March and it went really well um and then we've got another one coming out on the 7th of July called Changes um and that is um <laughs> I've lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> um changes is a more chilled out song um it's kind of like a nostalgic song about like growing up um and it's kind of like a letter to my younger self that's what I, that's where it came from um and it's kind of it's really like neo soul vibes this one um but like nods to my kind of history with r&b and my influences with r&b as well so i think it's a really nice tune Excellent. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, to playing that on the show. And uh, so, I mean, I first came about you because I went to see The Far Side at the Boiler Shop um, mm -hmm. back in March. Um, first of all, been a fan of The Far Side for years, so big up to Smooth <laughs> for uh, putting that show on. Um, absolutely cracking show. And there you were performing uh, a support act for uh, The Far Side. I mean, fair play <laughs> to you for doing that. I mean, the crowd you had going as well, and they absolutely loved you. Um, so that that's why I wanted you to come and play the DL21 show. So, um, you know, that must have been a massive thing for you as well, sort of like you know, being the main support for the far side. Yeah, it was absolutely huge. Um, I couldn't believe it when I got the message because I saw I saw the gig like go up um, as like when it was announced and I, I, I like screenshot it and sent it to my friends and I sent it to my band like we need to go and see the far side. Like I can't believe they're playing in Newcastle. And then honestly about maybe like three minutes after I sent the screenshot to everyone, I got a message being like, hi, um, from Julian, being like, hi, I think I think you'd be a great support. Would you be up for it? And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was just screaming. I was messaging everyone. I was like, oh, my God. And nice. then, yeah, we, um, me and the band were just ecstatic. Um, I've loved The Far Side for so long. Like, I really, really love hip hop. So um, it was just huge. Um. And we worked really hard for months preparing for the show. Um, and I was really, really scared on the day, especially when the crowd started filling up the way it did. But as soon as I got on the stage, it was just the most amazing experience of Absolutely. my life. Like probably like my favourite gig I've ever done. Um, well, it was yeah. wild. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I'd never seen you before, but I tell you what, by the end of your set, you had the crowd eating out of your hand. I mean, you know, all the stars must have aligned, the planets aligned, etc., for you to do that as well. And it's, um, yeah, you were absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, it's, it was excellent. It was really very good. surreal. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's funny that Farsighter are a band where they've never been mainstream massive, but they've got this big yeah. underground, you know, love for them. And, uh, yeah, so to do that gig was, uh, was absolutely brilliant.
of other main influences got you into singing and how did you get into singing? Um, I really do like a wide range of music. Um, I, I kind of got into like all of the like old soul artists through my family. Um, you know, I'm like, I, I think Aretha's like the queen as many other soul singers do. Um, but I've, yeah, like been brought up on like Solomon Burke, um, Donny Hathaway, Sam Cooke. Um, and then like as I was growing up that kind of music I was listening to I, I, I kind of discovered like jazz and like Billie Holiday um, and I just really love like like unusual voices and voices with like unusual tones so like Billie Holiday and then um, Amy Winehouse when I was growing up as well um, but then like more recently I've gotten into like um, like the neo soul stuff so a lot of my songs are influenced by like Olivia Dean and Joy Crooks and like those sort of young women that are also doing this genre at the minute. Um, and it's really inspiring to see so many women doing well. Um, and, you know, hopefully I can follow in their footsteps. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I've been singing for so long. Um, I uh, I used to gig around Newcastle with um, a musician called Phil Caffrey. So I worked with him uh in, when I was at school um started supporting some of his gigs and just doing covers and that kind of thing and I just loved it so I went to uni and did music there as well um and then I kind of lost my confidence and stopped gigging until I got asked to do a hook on a hip-hop song actually so I was singing who, who was that for um P-Man oh okay yeah 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 he's, yeah, he's a friend a friend from like way back um, who obviously knew that I could sing and then was like, do you want to try and write a hook for this? And I was like, yeah, definitely. And then we performed it at an open mic night and then it, everything kind of just started rolling from there. So, yeah, it was nice. A nice nod to my, like, hip-hop influences and a nice nod to my R&B influences. But then I've kind of, like, got my own little genre going on, I think, of, Fantastic. like, taking from them all, yeah. Do, do you play instruments as well or is it just the singing for yourself? I just sing. I mean, I can like play a tiny bit of guitar, and I did actually used to play saxophone for a while. Oh but, right. Um, yeah, I can't anymore though. Ah. <laughs> but, <laughs> we should bring that back into the set. There you go. That'd be uh, that'd be your little uh, je ne sais quoi bit. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> little sax solo. Well, I've got a sax player for that. I'll leave that to him. I'm not. I'm not as good. Fair enough, fair <laughs> but um, yeah, I just love singing. I love um, I love performing and being on stage and being in the front of the band and, you know, sharing my lyrics. So, yeah. It's yeah, really absolutely, yeah. Or I'm 
That's the good thing about the DL21 event. You're saying about, you know, uh, lots of women coming through and stuff like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. right, personally, I prefer the woman, uh, women's voice anyway, singing compared mm-hmm. to male. Um, I mean, you know, some of my favourite artists are like well, the brand new heavies, but also for Nadir Davenport, who's their singer, their main original singer. Um, her voice is just, you know, it's just like heaven to me. I just absolutely, you know, I'm just, I, I, yeah. I listen to her. She's just brilliant and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, the DL21 event, I mean, three out of the four live acts are all, you know, uh, women, uh, which yeah. is brilliant, you know, with Kami Love and Beth McCurry, who's also from the, the Northeast as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant to sort of, rightly so, you know, there should it should be a 50-50 yeah, split, you know. It should yeah, be exactly that. Like, but, uh, but, yeah, it's all good. So, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. So what yeah. other um, events have you got coming up um, over this year? Have you got any of the festivals sorted? Yeah, so July is a really busy month for um, me and the band. We've got gigs pretty much every um, every weekend in July, going into August. So, um, we're doing um Costella this weekend. We're gonna do um Summer Streets Festival in Sunderland, which we're really excited about. I think that's a great lineup. Um, we're gonna do um West Ben Fest in Morpeth, and then. We're going to do Kendall calling as well, which we're super excited oh, about. that's right. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, of course, when, when when this show goes out, which would be the start of August, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you would have done all that. 
Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but my 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 son is going to be at Kendall Calling as well, and he's so oh. looking forward to it. And uh, nice. and unfortunately, he's not going to be there at the DL Twenty One event because he's going to be at Leeds Festival. Oh. Um, but so I said to him, said, right, you know, I said <laughs> you need to go and check out Frankie Joblin when you're at Kendall Calling, which he said he's going to do. Oh, so, good. Uh, so that's fair play. So uh, him and his mates are all going to come along and uh, give oh, us really? support. So uh, that's that's awesome. I'll keep an eye out for them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a crack. It's, it's a cracking lineup. Kendall Corlin as well. I personally think it's one of the best lineups for a festival this year. Yeah, it's looking okay. good. I'm um, quite quite honoured to be on it, definitely. Absolutely, yeah, it's brilliant. So have you managed to get any sort of like support acts for any tours or anything else coming up later in the year? No, not yet. Um, we are okay. putting the feelers out because we do really want to do some um gigs like outside of the northeast. Yeah. Um, we're looking at Manchester because I did live there for three years, so I do have kind of like a fan base there. And going off my Spotify like listeners, I've got quite a lot of listeners in London. Like that's my top city right. for listeners. So okay. I'm just putting the feelers out to promoters and trying to make some connections and Absolutely. um you know, hopefully then we can start picking up some support slots um, or even like gig swaps would be really cool. Um, But yeah, we're getting some more gigs in like Teesside now, obviously with your festival and then we're playing the Georgian Theatre um, in July as well. Um, So, you know, we're branching out slowly. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's what it's about. I tell you what, that's the best way is natural growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best it. way, yeah. Rather yeah. than just sort of all of a sudden you have a massive hit on a TikTok for twenty seconds or whatever, and then yeah, what do you do with that sort of thing? You know, so I know. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, definitely... it, here's a question oh. for me, which um, I've heard someone uh, ask this question on, on a podcast I regularly listen to, and I think it's quite a good one, especially with a you know a new and up and coming artist such as yourself. Is you know, do you think of the fact that with TikTok and stuff like that at the moment that you have to produce a 20 second chorus which has to be at the start of the song or do you like just like to develop a song as a song you know we sort of grows and then it goes into the chorus and then etc or have you thought about oh yeah let's do something which can be picked up on you know for you know um tiktok Spotify, yeah. algorithms and stuff i have i obviously like any artist at the minute is got has got to think about social media and how the song is going to come across on social media and like it's a it's a difficult one because, um, you know it's I think creatives we just want to make the music we don't want to we don't want to like have to think about all the like marketing and the content yeah. and stuff. But um, I personally wouldn't write a song just for it to be like catchy on TikTok or whatever because I feel like that um isn't kind of being true to how I write or or like true I don't know like not true to me but um you know if one of my songs was like did have a hook that was TikTok worthy by chance that would be that would be fun um but no I haven't ever tried to write like for that but I do I do have to you know you do have to think about like what little videos you can make um so I do think about that like I'm not I'm not someone who's like you know against against it and doesn't bother with it but it doesn't affect my writing. Um, but I've I definitely think... heard producers telling me that, like, you know, a lot of people are coming in and, you know, having, having like, a real strong 30-second hook, but the rest of the song's kind of not as good. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess music 
changes all the time, doesn't it? With, it does, with yeah. But also the people that you've listed earlier, some of your influences and stuff that you've obviously grown up with, you know, obviously your parents must have been listening to all that type of music, you know, for yeah. you to listen to a, um, mm -hmm. as a young, younger self. But um, I think with something like that, you've grown up with such classic songs and classic artists. Yeah. That, that is just ingrained into you, probably, the fact that you do want to do a traditional song, as in, you know, you start mm -hmm. there. And then you build it and then you go to a chorus and et cetera, et cetera. So, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's an interesting topic, isn't it? About the fact that, you know, um, I, I, I've, I know a couple of producers um, in recording studios and yeah. one of them had someone come in exactly like you said, and, you know, they've come in with a, a pretty cool chorus, you know, which they've sort of, <laughs> you know, they've really managed to build on, but the rest of the stuff's not so good. <laughs> So. Yeah. it's weird there's pros and cons because it's amazing what it can do for artists like it can really like um like skyrocket their their followers and their fan base like overnight but i think there's drawbacks as well to like um it may be taken away from what music should be about and about yeah. like expressing yourself and stuff but I don't know. Maybe I'm just being really old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah, I'm the hey, I'm the oldest one here. You should be. Yeah, uh, you're not the old, old-fashioned one. So uh, no, but no, there we go. Excellent. Okay. Tell me what we're gonna do. How we gonna work this out? I know that you ain't leaving no. So are we gonna sort this out? I see you. You see me. Let's explore this chemistry So what's it gonna be? I know that I'm on your mind Baby, just take off your cool Are we running out of time? I don't wanna be no fool I see you, you see me Come explore this chemistry Like, like 
Beth Makari, welcome to DL21. Thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we're really, really looking forward to uh, the DL21 event on the 27th of August, where you're playing alongside Frankie Joblin, Secret Night Gang and Kami Love. Um, it's going, it's a cracking lineup because three quarters of it is female, which is absolutely Ooh. brilliant. Exactly. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, uh, yeah. So tell me, uh, yeah, what, what have you been up to recently? Um, So my focus this year has been working on my debut album, which feels crazy to even say that because I think I feel like I've been doing music for so long and I've been you know doing so many different things in and out of the industry that it's crazy I've not released like a body of work it's always just been single after single stuff like that so it's it's been good to kind of really refine and focus my sound and at the minute we've got about eight new songs that are contenders and we're hoping to have about 15 on the album maybe so that's cool Excellent. I first came about you um, when it was, um, when was it? I, it was quite a while ago, and um, it might have been even 2021, I think it was, because I played Gotta Get Back on my show, um, mm-hmm. and uh, which is a cracking tune. And I was introduced to you by um, someone who'd seen you live, a friend of mine, Scott. And since then, I then saw you 2022 at Lindisfarne Festival, um, and you killed it then. It was absolutely a cracking set. We, th- my wife and I, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thought, right, brilliant. This is uh, I need someone like you on the DL21 when we had this event uh, put forward for us. And um, it was, yeah, I thought, yeah, you're going to be smashing it on stage because you've definitely got stage presence. So uh, you've got a new single coming out as well, haven't you? So tell me about that as well, please. Um, so it's called Summer Feeling. And it's basically what the title says. It's like a feel-good summer anthem, essentially. Um, I've kind of like driven it more towards my poppier commercial sound, but soul being where my heart's at in every song I've ever done, I think that's to do with my voice and um, just where my heart's at musically. So it's still got you know little little tastes, little, little taste buds going on when it comes to soul music. If that makes any sense. Did you did you grow up with soul music? How did that all? You know, what, why have you got that? In you? Is it just because that's your how your voice came out, or is that how you grew up? What was your sort of the genres that you grew up with from your parents? Kind of that. Um, my mom listened to all sorts. Like I remember listening to Alanis Morissette, Sheryl Crow, um, The Doors, a lot of music that maybe isn't heard in my voice and stuff but music that's class and I really enjoyed it and everything but then I entered my first competition when I was like 14 singing Joss Stone so I kind of no matter what music my family would listen to and stuff I was constantly just going towards soul music and every competition I entered any song I wrote it was all very much inspired by like Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, Joss Stone and amazing soul singers like that so I think it's just no matter what no matter where I kind of divert off to musically i always stick with elements of soul right excellent okay because my friend scott who had seen you first um i think it was sort of more of a i would say he's very much into country music which is not my thing at all but um i think he'd seen you at something i can't remember if it was the Clooney or i don't know it was somewhere in newcastle he'd seen you and he said oh 
it might be in the Sage or something like that, Americana Festival. I don't know what you might have played mm-hmm. at, but he had seen seen you and said, "Oh, absolutely amazing voice!" And I checked you out, and I thought, "Well, I don't normally check out some of his stuff because it's country, and that's not my thing." But mm-hmm. um, yeah, your your voice was absolutely amazing, and that's why, hence why I played that track on on my show a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, it was it's, it's brilliant. So it's nice that you can divert, you know, sort of move into various different genres, really. I think I've kind of seen it as a flaw more than a positive thing until recently. Right. I don't know. I don't know now. I'm older and wiser. I don't know. But like I have done so many different styles of music, like whether it's musical theatre, whether it's just clean pop, like the first record label I was signed to was full. It was more house than it was kind of even just pop. Like I've, I've my first band I was in was a rock band when I was 14, gigging around the pubs and clubs. Underage, I know, but I looked older. It's fine. Um, so I have done everything, and I think it's it's cool that I can do everything, but it's also maybe it's been a bit of a hold-up in my journey, like as, as a, my career as a whole, because I think a lot of people are like, you need to just pigeonhole, and this is your thing, do it. I really struggle to do that. Like, even now, I... I I really do struggle like because I love so much music and I love working with like I've got an amazing band I love their inspiration coming into my music and so yeah is it a flaw I don't know but what have I done wrong what did I do this time Thought that we were going strong But it was just a life How did we go wrong? Thought we took a time But you're saying our love is gone I should have seen the sign Why did you have to lie? Why did you have to lie? Why? I gotta say goodbye Cause I'm gonna give back Gotta get back, gotta get back Gotta get back, gotta get back Gotta get back to be me Gotta get back, gotta get back Gotta get back, gotta get back Gotta get back to be me Stop trying to call my phone I don't wanna fight Nothing's gonna make it right Leave me alone I've heard it all before I gotta end it tonight So now I'm walking out the door I can't take no more What did I ever try? What did I ever try? It's time to say goodbye Now I'm
Do, do you write all your own songs or do you work with the with the band as well and you co-write it or I have done that. Um there is some class songs that we came up with in a rehearsal and stuff like that, but ninety-nine percent of my music I have written just myself and then I take it to my producer, he's called Phil the Beat. Um and he's been me drummer on and off, well not on and off, just on. <laughs> for a long, long time. He's been my best mate since I was like 16. Right. Um, I got to get back um, the song that you just on about me and Phil shot that music video using my phone, like literally my iPhone. And wow. he produced that, he produces all my music. So me and him, we've got a studio together that we've um, built up. And so it's kind of me and Phil. <laughs> right, excellent, excellent, good stuff. So what else have you got on, apart from the playing at the DL21 event in August um, at the Market Square in Darlington, what else have you got coming up live soon? Um, So just before that, um, I don't know if it's a weekend prior or maybe it's two, I'm playing at Hardwick Live. Oh, it's the, we, we, it's the weekend before, I think it is, yeah, yeah. What a cracking lineup. yeah. What day are you playing? think it's the Saturday I'm a bit useless <laughs> I'll find out but I'm sure it's the Saturday yeah brilliant yeah I know that Mel C is on I've worked with her a few times and she's class Mel C. Um, yeah I think on. she's the, I think she's the Saturday yeah I think she is yeah yeah Freya Ryan's. I love her voice nice yeah. so when, when do you think the album's going to be coming out then my initial goal was October right but being deadly honest I don't think that's going to be achievable I think like so already we've got 15 songs some old ones that I've gigged like you, you probably saw it when you've seen me live because there's a, the amount of music that I've written recorded and then went mm, not going to put that out and my band always go you're putting it on the shelf I even wrote a song called on the shelf because of how often they say it Brilliant. so like some of some music that I've done maybe in the past eight years some of those songs I'm like hey, that's really good let's rejig it let's make it See if it's going to fit in with the the concept of the album and the way we're kind of driving it production wise and sonically. Um, so we're looking at some of that stuff. But then there's already about eight brand new songs that I've written that I'm like, oh, I like that, and let's do that. So I think there's too many options, and I feel like there's still other things I want to create for the album. Right. So um, I want it finished this year, whether it comes out this year or early twenty two thousand twenty four, we'll see. And will there be a vinyl release? Because that's what the big thing Absolutely. for everyone at the moment. Brilliant. Yes, definitely. Brilliant. So you need some nice artwork. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, so do you, do you pull in people locally? You know, being a Northeast artist, do you sort of work with, you know, an artist um, you know, to, to design the cover, for example? Would you work with someone that you know or do you just ship it out? Or how do you work this? You know, how do you do things like that? I would love to do that. I absolutely, I love nothing more than collaborating with talented, wonderful people. I'm just sometimes, as you might have gathered from this interview already, a little bit disorganized. <laughs> and so like Summer Feeling, my next single, which comes out on the 28th of July, yeah. is actually just a screen grab from the music video, Feel the Same, my last single, which has probably oh, had right. more success than any of my previous releases, was also just a screen grab from the video, which my videographer, it's called Daniel Patrick Vaughan, he's amazing. Like the fact that he's on my team is insane. I don't know how that happened because he's so bloody good. Um, and he's like, Beth, you've got to stop. You've got you've got to get organised and do a photo shoot. And I'm like, I know. And then I'm like, I will. And then I don't. So going forward, absolutely. Any artists out there. My brother um, is brilliant at art. 
So he did, he designed the t-shirts for like my merchandise and it's like artwork of me looking very Jessica Rabbit and it's class, it's really cool. So um, maybe he's make him do something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep it in the family, as they say. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Why not? Wonderful. Right, well, I can't wait to uh, to see you at DL21. Um, it's going to be, a, hopefully, all we got to wait for is the uh, is the weather. Make sure that the sun comes out to, to shine for us. And uh, with such a great lineup, anyway, I think it will. You know, the summer want to come out to party, so um, it's going to yeah. be a great, great day. So uh, yeah, thanks ever so much, and uh, yeah, we we'll look forward to seeing you on the twenty seventh of uh, August. Thank you so so much. Great stuff.
Kamani Anderson from Secret Night Gang. How are you, sir? I'm doing really well, thank you. Like, fresh from doing, like, Love Supreme and, like, other festivals and being in Montreux and the Worldwide Festival. I'm really looking forward to coming to Darlington. Excellent, really. excellent. Yeah, I've seen everything online and all the socials, and you guys are just killing it with your second album at the moment. Um, I loved the first album, um, and I saw you guys at C uh, the Hoochie Coochie in Newcastle, which is where I first met you guys. And um, that's why, hence why I had to get you on DL21 event in Darlington on the 27th of August. And now your second album's come out and you're killing it again. <laughs> no, literally, like, it's it's surreal. Like, we've been working on, like, the second album for a bit now. And, like, the fact that it's actually out in the world and we're getting some really good feedback and some comments as well. Like, it's really nice to, to see yeah, so we want to do yeah, the love, the music. It's, it's it's brilliant. I'm so I'm, I mean, you know, I, I I don't you know, I've only met you a couple of times, but I mean, the fact is, I'm just there's certain bands that you get to love their music and everything else, and when they become bigger and better, and you just secretly, you know, as a as just as a fan, which is what I am of the band, you know, because I think your music is is absolutely cracking. But you just sort of you, you just get you you're proud of the band for doing well. So I'm proud of Secret Night Gang for doing ever so well in realistically a very short space of time with two albums already within a couple of years. Yeah, like it. To be honest with you, like just linking it back to what I was saying before, like everything, like at this moment in time, it's moving really quickly. The music, like the more we're writing, the more like in depth and the more in detail we're getting with the music and it's refreshing to come across with like new ideas and get influenced by like many like different influences in our like musical lives. You know what I mean? Like I'm from like a sort of like gospel R and B jazz background and Callum's like from a folk jazz heavily funk like background as well. So when we like come together and write music together, like we're just like trying to think of what would make there's not just each other but like people that are listening to what what would make them happy to hear do you know what I mean so it's yeah it's all a process and it's just really going well can't complain Brilliant. at all man yeah it's excellent, <laughs> excellent. tell me how did how did your record deal with uh Brownswood recordings come about how did how did that all happen so um so in lockdown we released um our first single um independently which was called Wanna Be With You and then shortly after that, we then decided that, you know what, we're going to release our second single, which is called The Sun. And it was quite controversial because it's like a seven-minute tune, a seven-minute track, and we didn't know how it was going to go at that hand. But we just thought, you know what, the song's a really good vibe. And if there's ever a time to release such a song like this, then it's got to be now. Because like that's when people are going to be paying attention to a lot of things that are going on in the music industry and looking out for things. And so we released The Sun and then Giles so happened to hear it whilst he was on holiday. And from there, really, it just kind of kept rolling. We had meetings back and forth. And by December 2020, we were then signed to Brownsville. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've got the I've got the, the Sun um, with the B-side of uh, Journey. Um, yeah, on, yeah, which I absolutely, I think the journey is for me is uh, 
is an absolute killer tune. I love it. I've DJed it out <laughs> so many times. It's just brilliant. It just proper gets people up and yeah, up and running. And uh, I've got that, and I've got the first album on uh, with the, both of them with the three D covers, where they come with the glasses. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it was just such a great thing to do. I mean, personally, I can't stand three D. I just loved it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just good fun to have, and it was just proper old school. So the actual album was released on... Oh, I'm really good with dates, actually. So the actual album was released on the 22nd of October, 2021. Right, okay. We, we, got, we got signed by December, and then we literally, like, released the album, and then we did our, like, our, few, our first UK tour. 
yeah. like November, December, when which is where we met, like we met in Newcastle, like the Hoochie yeah. Coochie, right? Yeah, correct. Um, since then we've done some pretty cool things, and like I couldn't be any proud of like the band and the team, and it's just been such an honor. And yeah, a bit of this point, yeah. You know? So I mean, your your second album uh, belongs on a place called Earth. What what why that title? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. For many reasons, I guess, like, at the time. So, initially, we had this, this I think it's track nine overall in the album, which is called Every Nation. Mm-hmm. But initially, we... We've got this thing where we name the names of the tracks before we've even like applied any lyrics to it. Some we name it something that doesn't even like relate to the song at all. But funnily enough, this song was called Belongs on a Place Called Earth initially, then changed to Every Nation. But we were still wanted to use that title in some capacity. We didn't know how. But then I just felt like with everything that's kind of coming to surface in the world that we just believe that no matter like who you are where you're from what race you are and things like that like everyone has a purpose and everyone has a reason for being on this earth and they're just they're just messengers we're just trying to show that to people through our music you know I, I do I well I do think you have the band have such a positive vibe and messages you know I mean how can you? Hey, how can you not be happy when the sun's out to play? So, hence why there's this, there's the sun. You're, you're always <laughs> happy when you're on a journey, going somewhere and seeing something new. You know, and right. you know, like you say, yeah, everyone belongs on this earth, and it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, whatever. Yeah, we should all just get on and just be nice to each other, which is what I've always said to everyone: be excellent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's like, and funnily enough, that. That's actually a line from one of the singles that we released earlier this year, which was which is called "Don't Know What Tomorrow Brings." It's to be thoughtful and to be kind to one another. We have to like keep on the straight and narrow, and like find the strength to carry on. I think that's it's essential to do. Do you know what I mean? It's really essential to do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, obviously you're 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 a young guy. I'm nearly fifty, but the fact is, yeah, you know, when, when it comes down to it, you know, the older I get the more I'm I'm sort of going, yeah, just be nice. You know, be, if everyone was yeah. nice to the person to the left of them and was nice to the person to the right of them, this world would be yeah. so much of a better place. It would. It would. And I think it's also, more than anything else, it's more important to kind of get that across to 
the next generation of musicians or just the next generation full stop. So tell me, what's what, what what's on the agenda apart from DL twenty one and coming to Darlington for for the event in the Market Square? What what else is happening for Secret Night Gang in the you know in the next couple of months? 
Um, so we've got a few things lined up. I can't reveal everything just yet because then that oh, would be secret squirrel. Exactly, and I, I, that would be depleting the point of the whole project, you know. Um, but for now, like we've got, like we've got, we out here festival, which should be really good. Um, run that on the first day of the festival, and then we've got, we've got actually what's the one called now? We've got the Warsaw Jazz Festival in Poland. That's wow, in nice. September. Nice. That should be pretty good vibes. And then there's like a few other things like lined up for later on this year. However, all will be revealed in due course. Okay, right. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I love it. I love it. So how, how how did you two meet? And how did Secret Night Gang come about? And why the name Secret Night Gang? Okay, so how we so how me and Callum initially met, like so we met years ago. We We've been like childhood friends from like the age of seven, eight years old. And we used to play football together and we lost contact like a few years, for a few years, maybe like three, four years. Ended up going to the same high school and didn't even know for the first year that we went to the same high school until we then joined the same steel punk group. We recognised each other and then from then on it was like pretty much inseparable. Like that was that's that's my brother, you know. Um and like we just like played steel pans, and then we moved on to me. I, I was a drummer initially, and then I started like singing when I was about taking singing more seriously when I was about like 14, 15. Um, Callum started playing saxophone like when he got to around about the same age as well. And then like we just decided, like, after, well, for me, anyway, I think the turning point for me was going to Love Supreme Festival in 2018 seeing like Earth and Fire and all these like great like acts like Leila Hathaway and George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelics. You had even like the rising of like Tom Mish coming through. You had Pharaoh Sanders, of course, he was there as well. Really? Like there were all these amazing artists that were there. And I think that was like a sort of turning point for me where I realised actually this is actually what I want to do. Um so then we started writing music together in the summer of 2018. We got in the studio by September 2018, recorded our first five tunes, did it in blocks, and then we asked like Mikey Wilson to Mikey Wilson and Yvonne Ellis, we met them at a jam night called Cantors, which is in a little place in Manchester called Charlton. Yeah. And and then like they they recorded they recorded with us and they were like very like more than anything, motivational and encouraging to us to like keep on like, keeping on more than anything else. Um, yeah. And then we like obviously Jack Dawkins, our life, one of our lifelong friends. And when we were like constructing this band, like when we thought of guitarists, it, it just the writing was on the wall. We didn't think of we couldn't think of anyone else because like Jack's our guy. Um. And then moving over to the horns, like, so Aaron was our, one of our, so Callum wanted to construct, like, a horn section together. And he couldn't think of two other people that he would have wanted more than Aaron Wood and Elias Jordan Atkinson, who we then later would go on to meet in London. He's also a really, very exceptional trumpet player. He plays for the likes of, like, the Balamaya Project and... Obang Jaya and many more artists as well. And um, Aaron, like, he's just, like, come off, like, 
doing like some stuff for Olivia Dean as well, which is pretty cool. Um, and then moving over to the keys, you then the rest the rest it just like kind of like figured it out itself. Callum then met then met uh, Nicola Guida at a jam night in London, uh, known as Patterns, and quoted by Nick, it was like it was love at first sight because ever <laughs> since they've just been like inseparable ever since. Excellent. Um, and then at the same at the same jam, we then Callum then meets Manny, who's an, an exceptional, amazing bassist. And if I'm being honest, like all of them, they're just such an honor and privilege to have in the band, you know. Brilliant. But there's one person that I'm forgetting, and I didn't forget. But there's Yvonne Ellis, who's our sound engineer as well, and she's an exceptional, amazing person. And yeah, that basically forms Secret Night Gang. Perfect. What? <laughs> Why the name Secret Night Gang? For people who don't know. Okay, so this comes from like our original bassist son, who at the time was five years old. Now he he was in this little gang at school, and you know how kids are just running around, hide and seek, that sort of thing. Right. And he comes home one day to his dad and he's like, Oh dad, I've joined this gang at school. And his dad was all petrified and mortified, like being like oh, blow me neck, like, what's going on here? Like, and so he was very inquisitive and he was asking his son about, like, this gang. And the more we heard about it, the more playful it sounded. And he was like, actually, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And then in the end, he ended up asking, and it's good timing because, like, this is at a time where we, we were struggling to find a name. We didn't know what to do and call ourselves and stuff. And... He turns around to his son and he was like, all right, then what's the name of this band? And so the kid goes, Secret Night Gang. And it's like, oh, it's not a bad name, that. He then suggests it to myself and Callum and that. First we were like, uh, uh, yeah, you know. But then, like, after a while, the more, it kept, the more it kept getting said, like, the more it just ran through our ears and we just like ran with it ever since really so yeah absolutely yeah it's a great it's a great name for a band because it just it sort of just tells the people that the you know the people in the band are a gang and you know and you want to be part of the secret <laughs> so it's just sort of like you know trying to get involved but more than anything as well the reason why it was a secret was for for a while now as well um for a while like back in 2018 Myself, Callum and Street, we would all get together for like like at night and in secret right. as well and no, no one would know about it at all. And literally, I think like his son was quite inspired by that and then literally came up with the name. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I like it. Nice. I like it. So, yeah. So we've got you playing um, on uh, 27th of August in Darlington. Um, it's a cracking lineup. Um, you're um, you're the um, you're the only males uh, because everyone else on the lineup is women. Um, so we got um, we got two fantastic northeast artists, Frankie Joblin and uh, Beth Macarai, and then we've got you guys, and then we've also got Kami Love as well, who's from uh, the Big AC Records, and uh, they're coming up from London. So we've got them playing and Kami and her band. So it's going to be a cracking day out. We've got some amazing DJs. 
um, if you know if I say so myself, because I'm doing a quick set. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this, uh, but yeah, we got some, uh, we got some funky Afro stuff going. We got some soul funk. Um, it's going to be a great day. So fingers crossed, the weather's going to be all right. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great day. So uh, we look forward to seeing Secret Night Gang. Definitely, and we'll make sure to like ask the sun to stay even more powerful than ever. So yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Looking forward Excellent. to being in Darlington. Excellent. Nice one. Thanks, man. Cheers. love thank you very much for joining me on dl21 how are you i am 
Very well, thank you. How are Excellent. you doing? I'm very good because I'm <laughs> very, very excited because you're coming back to Darlington and you're headlining DL21, my first uh, event uh, in the Market Square at Darlington with the council and the forum. And uh, it's going to be cracking. It's an amazing lineup and I can't wait yes. to see you play again. Me either. I, I'm last year was really good, but to come back and because it's yours and you know oh, how much I love you. Bless you. I'm so so um excited. I'm trying to hide the excitement. Ah. But I am so excited to be there and to um actually headline, which is is really lovely. So yeah, thank you for that as uh, well. So my, my pleasure, absolutely my pleasure. I mean, I had um I've had a few people who uh, we both know um you know up this way anyway but yeah they've messaged me going right okay what time is she going to be on and you know <laughs> uh, and i said don't worry i said can't can't will be there but you need to be there from the start because it's such a good yeah. lineup anyway with frankie joblin and uh, yeah. beth mackerai and secret night gang but with you as well so people are you know very excited about it it's going to be a brilliant day i'm glad i'm glad i can't wait to perform for them um it's going to be something. It'll be bringing excellent. something. Excellent, excellent. So you're coming up. You're coming up with the band, and Nick Corbin is in your band as well, isn't he? He is. He's going to be playing guitar for Brilliant. me. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Going to have some BBs, some backing nice. vocals there. Um, and it's just, it's just nice. Um, for definitely following my last show. So my last headline show. The, Where, it was in London, music. wasn't it? Was it, it the, was, it was. Was it the Water Rats? It was in the Water Rats. Yeah, yeah, I've seen footage. You looked amazing. So tell me, how did how did that go? That must have been so exciting for you. It was. Um, a lot of the tracks that we played were fresh, and I mean, like, literally, we have we just finished them. Um, so to perform them and to see the reception that we've got or feel the reception that we got, it was really good. So I'm excited to play those, some new stuff, some old Brilliant. stuff and Brilliant. put in some other things in there as well. But it was really nice. It was a, I couldn't have asked for a better night, but I know that it's going to be even better in Darlington. Oh, bless you. <laughs> bless you. If I know you be. well, which I think I do, I think you'll just put 110% into it anyway. So it's all going to be good. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Absolutely. All right. It's brilliant. Brilliant that you've got so many more tracks coming out. So tell me, uh, the last track, um, which came out on 7-inch with a smooth remix as well. Um, yes. I've dropped it while DJing. It always goes down a treat. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, the, the reception you've had on that song, you know, I just want to dance. Uh, I just came to dance, beg your pardon. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you've had been played on so many radio stations. And yes, it's been championed quite a lot um, from a lot of DJs. And... It's definitely one of my favourite tracks um, that's, that we've done so far. But we've got more. But this this one in particular is my fave to perform. I don't know what it is about it, especially when it gets towards the end of it as well, that you just you can really feel like you genuinely just want to dance. Yeah, but I think absolutely. the first few seconds get you as well. Oh, definitely. Dancing. I think it's, it's, it's like... It's like um, oh, I, I wouldn't even put him close to what you do anyway, because you're an amazing singer compared to Robbie Williams. But the fact is, you know, when he starts off with Let yeah. Me Entertain You, for example, yes. what you've got there is an introduction to your set 
which is like, right, I've just come here to dance and to perform and you're going to enjoy this. And that's yeah. what I love about it. It really gets people up and running. So I think it's an amazing, yeah, amazing track. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad that the people feel feel it as much as I did, especially yeah. hearing it for the first time as well. So yeah, brilliant. It was something. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a real positive couple of years for you you know you've had three seven inch singles which have all sold out and one of them has even had a repress um yeah. on, on big ac records the amazing big ac records um yes. run by sophie and nick uh they yeah. do a cracking job um so i mean you must just be you know just enjoying the ride yeah i am i'm buzzing i can't the thing is i i can't believe how well received uh, the, the music is to be honest and I've just been really lucky to have really good people around me or people that actually support it and and everything so it, it's it's I I don't even know what to say other than just thank you I'm just <laughs> I can't believe uh, you, it yeah maybe you should have done this earlier and then you'd be even more famous than you will be <laughs> hey I'm too shy. I was too shy back then. I still am. I'm still working on it, oh, talking and yeah. everything. But I, it's, I'm, I'm it's something it. I love. I definitely love doing it. And so is, is, is that is that what th you think stopped you doing this earlier? Yeah, I think that, and also the fact that I wasn't really sure. You know how everybody looks. You know, there's a there's a type of look that you, that's out there, and then. So I didn't feel like I fit fit the mould per se, okay. mm -hmm. but I like the fact that I am different now. Right. Do you know? Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you kind of stand out. You don't necessarily want to be like everybody else. So I think that it was my my own insecurities that was stopping me before. That's Whereas now, yeah. um, I'm ready to go. I'm ready Brilliant. to just enjoy it. Yeah, I think, like you say, own. having positivity around you, like uh, Nick and Sophie, uh, etc., and you know, uh, Emma Noble, Abby Farrell, yeah. you know, all these people who uh, you've been performing with on a regular basis. Um, you know, like uh, when we came, you know, and I was very uh, kindly asked to do the warm up for you guys at the Hoochie Coochie yeah. in Newcastle, you know, yeah. and you've got, yeah, you guys had, you know, you rocked the place and it was absolutely brilliant. But having that tight knit, community you know yeah. i think obviously gives you the positivity that you need to to push definitely yourself. definitely as well, working with great people and also people that the, the the would say the audience or people that actually buy the music as well and then they come up you, some shows you see the same people all the time coming up and they've brought their friends and it's it feels like a nice family almost yeah. it's really strange it's really strange that you don't know these people personally but you do but, but you do know <laughs> yeah, them absolutely. you know because yeah. you see their lives online and things like that and you like it because I try to be as well I shouldn't, shouldn't say I try to be I am very much like I want to know what people are doing I want to because you're investing in me I would like to invest in you sort of thing sure. so yeah, yeah. I think it's really nice though that people are just so open and so nice and supportive the the, the words the the messages that I get from people as well is just beautiful so I'm, yeah. I've been very lucky <laughs> Oh, 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 
earlier that you've got uh, new tracks coming as well which you'll be playing so yes. does that mean does that mean that there's going to be an album soon i'm hoping so i'm hoping okay. so i think we will need to write a bit more for an album because i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to think whether or not i need new tracks for the album or would i be put adding on with what i've already got so that's where we're kind of at at the moment it's trying to okay. work out whether or not people would like that. Maybe I should put a poll up, to be honest. There you go. That's what Facebook's for. That's what Facebook is for. <laughs> it was designed specifically for Carmen yes. Love to put a poll up to see what we need to yes. be done for the album. There you go. Yes, definitely. Perfect. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant, excellent. I'm, so, I'm excited for that as well. I mean, I'm writing. I feel really good as well because I'm writing as well. So a lot of the things that I have done has been a lot of um, Nick has written them, um, I believe, with me in mind, which is resonates so well with me. Um, but to be able to write, because I, I was I had a bit of imposter syndrome writing myself. It's like, oh, is it going to be good enough? Is it going to sound, you know, you worry about a lot of things. Um, so I feel quite happy now that I'm starting to write as well. So it'll be a lot more of me writing on there. Excellent. So, I think, mate, yeah, I mean, uh, I've got uh, my youngest son who's uh, just about to go off to uni in September for music. He yeah. is he's a drummer and a bass player, but he was very, um, he always said, oh, you know, I, I can't write songs. I can't write songs. But all of a sudden, you know, he's finished A-levels now and he's, yeah. he's, he's spending time with a friend who she writes songs. Um, yeah. And he, he's got involved and he started to write his own stuff now, which is, oh, I, th I, I think, is the same sort of thing as what you just said. You know, all of a sudden yeah. you're involved with music and then you start picking things up, maybe. And you think, yeah. oh, OK, this is how I do it. And especially, you know, seeing someone as good as Nick Corbin, who's, you know, New Street Adventure and, you know, and oh, solo he's, stuff. Yeah, his writing skills is incredible. I, I always think to myself, just how do you even come up with this stuff? Uh, it's just, and it's so beautiful as well. So beautifully written, and 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 he's really good. I'm yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I remember hearing uh, Nick Corbin on uh, the modcast with Eddie Pillar. Um, yeah. Or, or they reviewed the first ever New Street Adventure EP, the first oh. one, and then after um. that, I remember seeing you guys at, I want to say it was the Wardrobe, I think somewhere like that in Leeds. I remember coming, okay. it was down down in a cellar. And I remember yeah. getting you guys all to sign my the the seven inch record, the first one. You know the white cover where you were, yeah, with, yeah, with the black. Where you can't uh, really see the faces. That's of. it. Yeah yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I thought, yeah, there's something special about this band and Nick, and and obviously oh. it was the start of you as sort of you know coming forward as a. It was. Up, so. It was definitely. I mean, 
I, I keep saying this that if he hadn't con if Nick hadn't contacted me back in I think it was 2020 to ask me to do thinking about you I probably wouldn't be singing now doing my own stuff now probably still do things with house gospel choir yeah but probably wouldn't have pushed myself to go forward and or if I did it probably would have been more in the realm of like soulful house okay so soulful house I know it's so weird isn't it but it's just I have so many loves so I really love soul music of house there's the soul within the house if you say right okay it's there nice so you'll see some of those things as well um i'll be doing a bit of that as well coming got a few things coming up with that as well
remind me uh, completely, completely mental blocked, but I played one of your tracks, which you was sung on for another artist. I played it on my, my show. What was oh, that one yeah. again? That was uh, Feeling the Vibe. That's it. And that was with a DJ, was MC DJ Scotty. That's yeah, that it, was yes. in 2020. I think that was in 2021. Is a, 2021. 2021 look at me <laughs> brilliant yes 2021 yes yeah. so i mean how did that out, come yeah. about how did that how did that uh, collaboration come it about? was just so random i um was speaking to i was speaking to a radio host and she put me through to another lady which i actually knew but we didn't know because she was going by her dj name i didn't know who she was right so I, I hadn't seen this lady for ages, uh, for years, actually. And then she, we were just talking about life and she was like, oh, I know this producer. He's always looking for artists. Would you mind doing it? And I said, yeah, sure. She said, um, here's his number. Like, just contact him and, and everything. And then that was basically it. I spoke to wow. him. Brilliant. Yeah. He came, he record, started recording it at, at my house here. Oh, right. Um, yeah, literally. He, he. If if anybody knows, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. Okay. Uh, just a little bit of a procrastinator, and he literally came to my house and wouldn't leave until I completed the song. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. And then we recorded it properly after that, but. Literally, he was like, "No, you're not getting any more time to do this. You need to just do it now." But it's right. it's literally you have to when creating, you have to be in the mode to yeah, create. You can't just force it. It's but not yeah, turn on, it. turn off, is it? It's not that sort of thing. No, and I was even saying the other day. I think it was about two days ago. I had the bug to write, and but I was working because I obviously uh, have a day job as well. Right. Yeah. I was trying to write while I was working. It, it was not. It writing was good, but actually putting it down, singing it, and everything, it was not so good. So yeah, you can't can't do that in the office, can you? <laughs> Definitely can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Oh, I love it. So tell me, what's um what's what's up and coming for you, uh, gig wise, apart from DL Twenty One in Darlington? But what else have you got coming up soon? Um, next month I've got, um, doing the Pizza Express with, uh, Louise Golby. So Louise Golby opened for me, for my, um, show, um, at the Water Rats. So I've got that. Um, I've got Secret Garden Party next month. I'm also doing some backing vocals for a gentleman called Charles, um at latitude so that's nice. next month have you been and to latitude before no i haven't great, great festival really yeah yeah um, you'll love it yeah it's great okay i i'm, I'm looking i'm this whole thing of going to festivals is all new i've never been as a proper reveler I, anytime i've gone somewhere it's because i'm oh, right. performing i've never right. been but i want to i want to start doing that yeah, um yeah. So I've got that. And then later this year. Oh, so we do nights now uh, at the Blues Kitchen. So myself and Laville and a few other people. 
I yes. love Laville. I love Laville. The one, the Wanderer album is amazing. It's, yeah. It's one of my top albums of. Oh gosh, when was that come out? I want to say about 2019, 2020, maybe. I don't maybe know what it was. It was on Acid Jazz, earlier. wasn't it? Yes, it was just a bit earlier. Album. I think it's a bit earlier than that. But yes, he. So we have we do collaborative. Um, I guess show now um, okay. with um, a full band. Uh, one of the people in the band was on the what was it called with Laville Nick's on it. Sorry, and there's a guy who calls himself. Um, oh, Fono, Fono was it the Fono? Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So That's a great the guy EP. with the lovely afro, um, right. <laughs> Solomon or Solipop. Um, so we've created this band, or Solly has. So we're doing that now. <laughs> I, I, I am listening to you. I'm trying. Oh, there I it know. is. There it is. I'm just. Gonna, You've got it. I've got the book. There it is. You've got the book. Yeah, man. New perspectives. Yeah. yeah they- <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. it. Fono 48. I was about to say Fono 49, but it's Fono 48. Yes, but yeah, I had to order the book separately because I couldn't get down to the um, um, to the exhibition, exhibition. with Dean Chalkley. Yeah. Couldn't get down to that. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a great book. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is, I love that. Yeah. So, so yeah, again, we've, uh, we've literally it's something new that we're doing now, and um, it's it's gone really well. I think two weeks ago we had a trial for that, and it seems to have gone really well. It was good and. So we're going to continue doing that. So I'll be doing that for hopefully till the next year.
Perhaps we'll get the chance when we get older This time we're trying something new I won't get too down about it Take one day at a time Ignore the non-believers Won't let them change my mind But I am stronger when you're by my side I know it won't be long But I will rest until we're back together Together is up there with Mick for me personally like with Nadir Davenport from the brand new heavies which is one of my favorite voices of all time um, yeah I, yeah, I think she's, she's just amazing and I think your voice has got it as well um, to be fair I think Emma Noble and Abby Farrell are right up there as well I think you know uh, Nick has really pulled uh, an absolute treat of getting you three together as the big yes. AC you know, band and whatever um so yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's amazing that we're going to get you back in Darlington. I can't wait. I can't so, it's wait. Going to be brilliant. I actually so can't wait. I, I do need to ask you this. So earlier okay. this year, you performed at the Brits. I did. Yes. So so that was with the House Gospel, House Gospel Choir. Gospel Choir. Right? Yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So I mean that that must have been amazing. Yeah, it was. I mean, I. <laughs> 
we didn't necessarily know who it was at first or who we was going to be um all oh, right yeah we did they asked us quite it was very short notice and it was you've got three days to rehearse so we we went in we was being fitted for our like our, our outfits for the for the show itself and you were learning the song there and then so it was all very hush hush you couldn't couldn't do anything could talk about it could do anything and um to actually do it and to see what it's like on the other side of the screen everything just how how hard people work to make yeah. things look amazing on, on on screen it's i have so much um admiration for for those that work backstage definitely oh, yeah. they're definitely the unsung but heroes aren't they they are definitely but lewis capaldi he was incredible i I was just watching his um, Netflix documentary the other day oh, as yeah. well. Haven't seen it yet. And to, it's really good. It's very insightful as well. You don't necessarily know. You don't get to see that side of of people's lives. I would say that, especially if they they're famous and things. You don't really get to see who they are or where they've come from or their families and yeah. the hard graft that they may have had to have had to get to where they are and the little things like normal people that you might feel you know insecurities and 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 things that are bothering you and how to overcome them so it's it was really good and to know that I had actually performed with him it was great it was amazing it was amazing, amazing. Oh, great that's fantastic day. Yeah, yeah, I bet it Great was. Show. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So, well, there we go. So, Kami uh, Love, thank you so much for your time on DL21. And uh, we can't wait to see you on August the 27th um, in Darlington Market Square, where you're going to perform and headline the whole festival for me. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so excited. That's all I've got to say. And watch this space. We're going to have fun. I just want to have fun and brilliant. dance.
Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.